Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Have you ever covered a carpet stain with a rug? Ignored a leaky faucet? Pretended your half-painted living room is supposed to look like that? Well, you're not alone. We've all got unfinished home projects, but there's an easier way. When you download Thumbtack, it's easier to care for your home from top to bottom. Pull out your phone and in just a few taps, you can search, chat, and book highly rated pros right in your neighborhood. Plus, you'll know what to tackle next because Thumbtack is the app that shows you what to do, who to hire, and when. So say goodbye to all those unfinished home projects and say hello to caring for your home the easier way. Download Thumbtack and start a project today. This is Dr. Amy Harwick, licensed marriage and family therapist. Nearly a million and a half Americans are stalked Every year, Amy Harwick, a California marriage and family therapist, counseled some of them, which is why it's so difficult to believe that Amy Harwick herself would fall victim to a stalker. I was aware that she had a stalker. What did she tell you about Gareth Purcells? She was afraid of him from the first time she told me about him. I'm Erin Moriarty, and this is my life of crime. Amy Harwick was one of those women you rarely meet and never forget. You know, one day she's doing a performance breathing fire, and the next day she's lecturing at Pepperdine. So many layers to her. Therapist by day. Hi, this video is going to be all about what is a sex therapist? And then go-go dancer at night. And I thought that was so cool. Hey, this is Amy Nicole, and welcome to my Fit to Rock workout video. Nearly everyone we met claimed to be her best friend. But if her life was unique... Her death this past February was not. Too many people, mostly women, die at the hands of a former boyfriend or lover. According to a UN report, 30,000 a year. So maybe by telling Amy Harwick's story, we can save a life. We begin on the morning right after Valentine's Day, February 15th, 2020. We texted, I sent her my last text at probably 11 o'clock at night. She responded to me at like 1.01 a.m. Robert Koshland is one of those best friends and checked in with Amy regularly. When I woke up around 7.30 or so, there were two calls from her roommate to me, which seemed weird. There was a message saying that Amy had been assaulted. I was trying to call, and eventually, uh, I'm sending texts. I sent her a text, are you okay? Finally, I heard from her roommate. He called me, and he's like, you need to come to the police station. Robert learned that just minutes after he'd been texting with Amy, she'd been attacked inside her own home. Investigators later said she was thrown off her balcony. Amy died at a local hospital. Officers rushed out early Saturday morning after getting 911 calls. It became a huge story in Los Angeles for a number of reasons. One was obvious. Amy Harwick was beautiful. She was a willowy former model with a constant smile. 
and she was quickly gaining a name for herself in the field of sex and marriage counseling. She was always happy and um, super positive. She was very fascinated with the field of psychology and mental health, and she was really passionate about it, too. Hi, I'm Mo. I'm Dr. Amy. Therapist Mushami Ghost gave Amy an internship that launched her career. She also specializes in relationships and sex therapy. We wanted to talk about dating emotionally unavailable people. Mm -hmm. I was excited to have someone like Amy in the practice. She was passionate about destigmatizing um, you know, destigmatizing the way we see sexuality. She really wanted to normalize it. Amy soon opened her own practice. This girl had so much energy. And started her own YouTube channel, where you can still find her giving advice like this. But jealousy is not love. Jealousy is fear. She was passionate about people that, like, sometimes get marginalized by society and, like, Sex workers in particular. Don't be ashamed. Reach out. You know, she has this deep sort of compassion and empathy that I think is present with those that are struggling or suffering. Hernando Chavez was another therapist who knew Amy well. She was a helper. She was a healer. But there are some people that even an experienced therapist couldn't manage. And for Amy Harwick, it was her former boyfriend, Garrett Purcells. He's a wannabe comedian, software engineer, and photographer. Amy met him while modeling, but in 2011, Gareth allegedly turned abusive, as Amy described to her friend Robert. She told me about a time where, you know, they were, they were getting, like, yelling fights, and one time she threw a pillow at him, and he hit her and bashed her head against the floor. She went to court and twice asked for restraining orders. What does that say about how much she feared him? Oh, yeah, no, uh, obviously she was very afraid of him. She told authorities that Purcells pushed her out of a car onto the side of a freeway and in other incidents choked and suffocated her. In 2012, Purcells was ordered to stay away from her, and he seemed to. Amy Harwick went on with her life. And what a life she led. You were never bored around her. She would do a lot of performance art, and she learned how to do b the batons, and, and also lighting those batons on fire, and she actually would put the batons with fire in her mouth. She was a performer, she was a model, she was a f talented photographer. She had a magic that few people possessed. She was a superstar. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. And it seemed inevitable that at some point, another star in her constellation would take note of Amy Harwick. And one did. Comedian Drew Carey. She met Drew. Drew took her to Disneyland. The next week, Drew wanted to meet all her friends, so he told her, hey, you know, get, get your best friends together and we'll, we'll all go. And it was a lot of fun. Drew Carey, the host of CBS's The Price is Right, would later announce that he and Amy were engaged. It was a Hollywood romance. Did she love him? 
Did he love her? Yeah. Yeah, very much. But the romance didn't last. And in November 2018, 10 months after Drew and Amy got engaged, the couple called it off. Her friend, Hernando Chavez. And uh, I was very sad that the two of them didn't work out. They both put in as much as they could into the relationship. Harwick never said much to Chavez about her earlier abusive relationship with Gareth Pursehouse until earlier this year. Chavez went with her to an event for the adult film industry. Harwick counseled women who appeared in adult films, and she was an honored guest. We drove together, and when we arrived, we went immediately to the red carpet. It was a celebration of uh, the adult industry, and she was excited to go. She had this black dress on, and when she sees a camera, she turns into a model. She wanted to just take some photos on the red carpet and just mingle and meet people, and, and it was probably 10 minutes into that that Gareth um, saw her. Out of nowhere, a photographer suddenly approached her. It was Gareth Purcells. He immediately freaked out, yelling at her. Putting his head in his lap, he was kind of rocking. He's like, I've lost everything because of you and all these kind of things. He looked upset, agitated, distressed. Was she scared after that confrontation? She was. Scared of what? Scared of the what-ifs. Harwick later described the scene to her friend Robert. He was yelling in her face, you ruined my life, and reciting text messages she had sent to him in 2012. And, like, you know, created a giant scene. There's, like, a hundred people in this room. And, like, Pat, and she was just, she was traumatized. Uh, she was like, I want to share my phone location with, with you, so if anything ever happens to me, it's him. One month later. Police say Harwick, a famed Hollywood therapist, was killed in what may have been a case of domestic violence. And they were like, you know, do you know who might have done this? And I was like, uh, yeah, Gareth. And you thought that immediately. It was the only thing I thought. Amy Harwick was only 38 years old when she died. And her death, allegedly at the hands of a man who once loved her, is sadly just the latest high-profile reminder of what happens to women everywhere. Forensic psychologist Dr. Chris Mohandi. This story is big not just in Los Angeles, but it's a national story because there's so many variables here that people can identify with. From what you know about Amy's former boyfriend, was he a classic stalker? He's pretty typical uh, in terms of an intimate stalker. Lots of anger, violence, domestic violence, threats, property damage. It's all there. But that's a side that Glenn Francis, another photographer who had worked with Purse House, says he never saw. He's very handsome. He's very personable. And he's very smart. And girls liked him. Girls were very much attracted to him. Glenn Francis met Purse House back in 2008 at a photo shoot for Benchwarmer trading cards. The cards featured attractive women, one of whom was Amy Harwick, modeling under the name Amy Nicole. She's one of the most finest people I've ever known in my life. She's just really intelligent and wonderful to talk to and to be around and all of that. He knew Harwick and Pursehouse were dating and says he had no idea there was any trouble. And neither did another friend, Rudy Torres. At the time, he was loud, charming, 
a little goofy, but he seemed a pretty fun guy to be friends with. And they seemed like a pretty fun couple and kind of nice to see, you know, friends get together. But then Harwick broke things off. Gareth didn't take that very well at all. He would start to get obsessive. He always wanted to know where she was at. He used to want me to be his go-between, which I did not want to do. He'd always ask me to send her photos, send her links to sappy love songs. And I used to tell him that's not a good idea, and he wouldn't take no for an answer. Harwick believed that Pursehouse somehow had accessed her computer, sending nude photos of her to potential employers, and it cost her jobs, according to Robert Koshlin. He was kind of like a hacker, as a programmer, and I think he may have installed something on her computer. So I went into her house to look at her computer, and it had been wiped. The Windows was no longer installed on the computer. This is not something that, like, you know, happens easily. Most everyone who knew Harwick eventually heard about the ex-boyfriend she considered violent. Had you heard the name Gareth Pursehouse? Yes, I did. She had told me about the story sort of early on. Uh, that she was, that she had a stalker. It was- Danny Beck dated Amy after Drew Carey. Beck says she really opened up about her past following the encounter with Pursehouse at that awards ceremony. It was after she ran into him that she sort of divulged a bit more information, but that he was violent, that he was obsessed with her. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Running into Amy likely sent Pursehouse into a frenzy, Dr. Mahandi says, given the irrational way he behaved when he saw her. It happened one month before her death. These kinds of events usually have a trigger, a precipitating event that gets the person started again. Do you think it's significant that he entered the house according to the indictment on Valentine's Day? You can't ignore the Valentine's Day occurrence. The selection of day that this violence is going to happen, that there's going to be a confrontation being Valentine's Day, I do not think that is an accident. Certainly, Amy took note of the day. In her very last Instagram post, she mentioned couples feeling overwhelmed because they're in unhealthy relationships. Sometime on the evening of February 14th, an intruder broke into Amy Harwick's home. Neighbors who heard a woman screaming called 911. When police arrived after 1 a.m., they found Amy on the ground beneath a third-story balcony. An autopsy would later reveal that someone tried to strangle her before throwing her to her death. The fact that the victim was Amy, who knew the risks and how to protect herself, resonates with stalking victims everywhere. Other people that have been victimized and survived these experiences see what happens to Amy and say, that could have been me. Gareth Pursehouse was arrested that same afternoon. He has since pleaded not guilty, and he's awaiting trial. Hey, this is Dr. Amy Harwick, licensed marriage and family therapist, and in this video, we're going to talk about relationship jealousy. 
Typically when people feel jealous, their first instinct is to grab onto their partner, maybe talk to them more, ask them more about things, snoop through their phones. Jealousy can become dangerous. There's a difference between jealous feelings and jealous behaviors. That's Amy's voice in a YouTube video that she prepared for patients. She had no way of knowing that the advice she offered others would foreshadow her own shocking death. Safety is important. If we don't feel safe in our homes, and our neighborhoods, if we feel that we could be emotionally or physically attacked at any time, maybe we're being stalked or... It's much easier to think, says therapist Mo Goes, that it just couldn't happen to me. Is it also possible that even as knowledgeable as Amy was, that you sometimes underestimate the danger? 100%. We want to believe that people aren't capable of doing something so terrible. A violent person is a violent person, and they can retaliate at any time. If there's a woman right now who's dealing with stalking, what would you tell her to do? What's the most important thing to do? The most important thing to do is to get a safety plan in place, which includes notifying law enforcement of what's happening, making police reports. You should save evidence of threats, says Dr. Mohandi, texts or emails. As offensive as the material might be, you need to hold on to it because that's going to be what you hand over to law enforcement for them. And most important, speak up. I I knew she had a stalker. She talked about her stalker the last time I saw her. Harwick's friends are hoping that her death may inspire changes in current laws. She blocked her stalker online. She had the two restraining orders. She had a home with security gates, security cameras. She did everything right. So how could something like this happen? Jessica Everleth is a true crime TV executive producer who worked with Amy. Amy did take a lot of those precautions, but the bottom line is it's difficult to stop a stalker who's determined to take a life. And we'd like to have the laws changed to lower the threshold of what constitutes felony stalking. Uh, We have some sort of legislation, a bill, a law in Amy's name and honor. We can't just have this martyr who died for this cause. We actually have to do something about this. There's now a petition calling for a national stalker's registry, similar to the kind that already exists for sex offenders. You can still sign it. And we really need to rethink the length of things like restraining orders, um, mandatory treatment, or you know check-ins with probation officers or parole officers. Um, a lot of things that people might say are a violation of rights. But the ultimate civil right is the right to be alive. I wanted to tell you the story of Amy Harwick, but the truth is, this is only a small part of who she was. So I'll let one of her many best friends, Robert Koshlin, have the last word. And if you want to live in fear, you're giving that person control over you. And that's not who she was. She was her own person and she was going to control her own destiny and she would never give him that power, ever. What will you miss about her the most? Is there one thing that you just think? Her. Just her. Her. You know, sitting next to me. Her. Her. You know, I hear her voice in my head every day. She was a superstar. I'm Erin Moriarty, 48 Hours, and that's my life of crime. A special thanks to the 48 Hours team, 
as well as my producers, Sam Egan, Alan Pang, and CBS Audio. Subscribe on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. And follow us on Twitter and Facebook at CBS Life of Crime. We'll see you next time. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary and it's not boring. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and maybe more importantly, on your life. I'm going to be your financial coach, someone who brings common sense and an insider's perspective on how to manage your money and your emotions. And I promise we are going to have a little bit of fun along the way. Have a question from retirement to career changes to college funding? Just send us an email at askjill at jillonmoney.com. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app. The wait is over. So far, you're not losing. The only thing you're losing is my patience. Quickly, I see that. Ping! The queen of the courtroom is back. I didn't do anything. You wouldn't know the truth if it came up and slapped you in the face. I see he's not intimidated by anything. I can fix that. New cases. She wanted to fight me. Leave her alone. Okay, so, um... Not, this is not a so. This is a period. Classic Judy. Did you sleep with her? Yes, Your Honor. You married his cousin. His brother. That's not him. Yes, ma'am. I would make a beeline for the door. The Emmy Award-winning series returns. How did I know that? I have a crystal ball in my head. It's an all-new season. It's streaming. You can say anything. (laughs) Judy Justice. Only on Freebie.